Thanks for listening, Unplugged Army. I'm Louis Unga, General Manager at Whirlwind Golf Club at Wild Horse Pass. We're proud to present Doug Franz Unplugged. Four minute offense. Four minute offense. Four minutes. Four minute offense. Four minute offense. Everything you need to know sports that affects Maricopa County, the state of Arizona, and the world you get in four minutes. We start things off in Los Angeles, California. Suns look fantastic. Crushed the Lakers 127-109. Bradley Beal, 37 points, and he shot 67% from the field. Booker had 31 points as well, and now they get even more time off. Three days off before they play the Clippers. Now another three days off, well, two days off, and then they head to Portland. They'll take on the Trailblazers Sunday night. Well, as good as we thought about the Suns, feel worse about the Coyotes. They embarrassed themselves. 6-2 loss to Calgary. Here's how it went. Only 20 seconds into the game, Calgary scored. Then they doubled down and scored two more times. It's 3-0. Finally, the Coyotes score. And then turn around, and 14 seconds later, they give up another goal. It's 3-1, 4-1 after the first. Andre Turney. At some point, it's our responsibility. It's not the first time that we struggle with our first period for quite a while. And I think that's uh, that some of the coaches and the leaders take charge of those things and we fail. Homestand's over after Sharon Govich had the hat trick for the Flames last night. Yotes fly to Minnesota today. They take on the Wild tomorrow night. Massive second half let down for ASU. They lose their first game in the Pac-12 season. They're up 50 to 49 at the under 12 timeout. And from that point on, UW takes a 33 to 17 run. Ugh. ASU now takes on UCLA coming up Wednesday night at home. Hey, GCU is 15 and one. And they could easily be ranked in the next AP Top 25 poll. They beat Abilene Christian last night at home, 74-64. Grant Foster had 24 points to lead all scores. Now they're home tomorrow night against Tarleton State. Tip-off on the west side at 6 o'clock. doesn't have the game with UW like ASU just did. They're traveling to Pullman tonight. Now, I realize the game is indoors, but I just had to tell you, the high tomorrow in Pullman is 8 degrees. Tomorrow when they tip off, the temperature outside will be minus 10 in Pullman. (laughs) I don't care that it's inside. You feel that, and you think I'm crazy? I'm telling you the truth. I would still say U of A wins, though. Again, tip-off at 4 o'clock tomorrow. NFL news. Five playoff games over the weekend. Saturday, Cleveland at Houston. Miami at KC. Sunday, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Green Bay at Dallas. And the Sunday night game is the Rams and the return of Matthew Stafford back to Detroit for a playoff game to take on the Lions. College news, Florida State was hit with the strongest ever NIL penalty. Their offensive coordinator drove a prospect, a recruit, to an NIL collective meeting and then sat with him during the meeting while he was promised $15,000 a month. The promise wasn't the problem. You just weren't allowed to drive him there and be a part of the meeting. He is now suspended for three games, and the team must disassociate from that collective for one year. And finally... 
Tyler Chase, a 23-year-old man from Portland who just found out some important information from the Oregon Department of Human Services. He learned that he's alive. Congratulations. It's a sad story that's turned into wonderful but creepy all at the same time. The 23-year-old man was disassociated from his family because of drugs and alcohol use. Well, then, incredibly sadly, the Oregon Department of Human Services let them know that their son had died. They gave him an urn with ashes and everything that they later found out was somebody else's ashes because their son was actually forced into a mandatory rehab and completely recovered. When he went to a government office to resume some of his food subsidies, they told him he couldn't have it because he was dead. They changed the clerical air, notified the family, and everybody's back together. Except for the guy in the urn. Jackpot Unplugged Army, I feel like a true commander-in-chief to be able to give you such an unprecedented savings. Go to Unplugged at Whirlwind.com and check out the new membership club from Whirlwind Golf Club at Wild Horse Pass. Whirlwind Plus. Here's what you get. You sign up for a tee time anytime between now and five days from now, and you can save anywhere from a minimum of 30% up to 60% off plus 15% off at Civlik, the restaurant, and another 15% off in the pro shop. I'm telling you, you walk into the pro shop, get bowls, a shirt, and a hat, you walk over for happy hour with your wife, you might pay for your monthly membership right then and there. It's $34 a month, cancel anytime, or if you want to save even more, because that equals out to a little more than $400, you can get it for only $299 a year. Whirlwind Plus at Whirlwind Golf Club at Wild Horse Pass. Go to unpluggedatwhirlwind.com and feel the wind. I'm Janelle, General Manager of Bell's Nashville Kitchen, a.k.a. The Whiskey Wizard. Bell's isn't your typical country bar with mediocre bar food. We are a scratch kitchen with chef-inspired dishes in the only place you can get the best sandwich in all of Arizona, our Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Now, the drinks. I spend days infusing our own whiskey creations. Come in for Whiskey Wednesdays to learn about and drink our famous whiskey selection. We have live music most days and all weekend as part of our honky-tonk brunch. Bell's Nashville Kitchen on Main Street in Old Town Scottsdale. You found home, down home. I didn't get to this in the four-minute offense. Chose not to do it. I don't know if you know who Mel Tucker is. The former head coach at Michigan State. Claims he had consensual phone sex with a woman. She says it was not consensual. So they terminated his contract, meaning that phone sex cost him $80 million. Good morning. Good Good afternoon. Good evening. That's got me laughing. Whatever it is that you decided to make Doug Frost unplugged a part of your day, my family greatly appreciates it. My name is Doug Frost, and you have found the only podcast and TV show in the world totally devoted to the coverage of the four major sports franchises of one great American city that drops on your phone and your television every weekday morning. We also cover ASU, U of A, GCU, the Rattlers Rising, and the Merck. Ah! This is Doug Franz Unplugged, presented by Whirlwind Golf Club at Wild Horse Pass. Jeff Weir Production, you ever paid $80 million to do things on the phone? You ever get an $80 million phone bill? I certainly have not. Okay.
Hope hope to never never get that type yeah, of phone yeah. bill. By the way, the the woman that he thought was con- consensual with just happened to be the woman that the Michigan State hired to come in and teach about sexual harassment. <laughs> Eighty million dollars, Mel. He of course de- demands and declares his innocence on this. Of course. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I just on the one hand, that's not funny in in today's society. On the other hand, I'm sorry. Yes, it if, is on him. If it ever happens to me, I'm completely innocent. Also, oh, do you? Are, yep. <laughs> if it ever happens, you're innocent. Yes, that's good. That's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh my gosh, what a what a way to say. Like the reason why I bring it. The story is actually old, but it um, yesterday was the day that his appeal of the decision was officially denied so now he's stuck forever oh man the suns were amazing last night that did that really jacked me up i'm really excited about the suns today excited to talk about that also coming up today at 7 30 we have a by the way I, you know, jeff go ahead. did you already leave and get the beer i think he did okay because we need to have the uh, ceremonial uh, turning on of the uh, the Friday light. So I'll bring up what I was going to bring up in just a second. This is a Beer Friday. It is presented by 100 Mile Brewing Company. A Mountain Amber Ale is the number one beer in my opinion. I'll take the Big Nose Kate because it's local. Kind of. Oh, are you going to pour your own? Oh, that's nice of you. Okay, good. Will you do me a favor, though? Will you be in charge of the ceremonial lighting of the Beer Friday lamp? Oh, uh, I'll say turn this one on now. Okay. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. I don't know what protocol is. I say turning on the lamp is is. To, yeah, hey, David, the firefighter. Thank you for the beer Friday light. Thanks to Hundred Mile Brewing Company. I think that's got to come first, and then the pour comes second. I'm not great pouring out of a can, though. I admit. I am the, I am the 100 percent champion of all pours out of a keg or out of sorry senator senator you, you always get turned around there a little bit there you go sorry for the dead air for those of you that are listening to the podcast oh my gosh it even smells great so this is my big nose kate's mug the greatest waiter i've ever had in my life beer wise i think his name is jack it's been a while sorry if i butchered your name but he 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 was running Big Nose Kate's, and all I did. Have you ever been there? It's uh, it's the. Have you ever been to Tombstone since you've moved here, Jeff, for a production? I have. Me and my dad went up there. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Did, did you go to Big Nose Kate's, or did you choose somewhere else to eat? No, I don't. I don't believe we ate while we were up there. Oh, okay. Okay. We went up there for like a half day trip. Okay, Big Nose Kate's. Like I have a history minor. I'm pretty good at American history, but I'm not good. I'm not great at Old West history. But I believe it is Doc Holliday's girlfriend who owned it, and or is named after. It's one or the other. But that's Big Nose Kate. If I'm right, I might be making that up. But it was a fantastic place. Still mad at my wife for not singing. They had this one man band guy singing, and Jennifer should have got up and sang with him. And I don't know why she wouldn't. But the uh waiter was incredible he just walked around and and he just looked at me from anywhere in the restaurant he just turn and look and i'd either nod or shake my head no and then wouldn't you i never said a word and i i seriously had see these are kind of large i think i had 
four of these maybe don't worry jennifer was driving home it was crazy how awesome it was oh yes that's delicious cheers oh yeah man is that good that's crappy that's just awesome that is awesome don't tell me it's 6 14 in the morning Man, I'm, and I'm glad I brought in the big mugs today because I was—it was bothering me last week when I kept having to pour a little, uh, pour a little because uh, the cans are bigger than my mugs were, and so I brought in bigger mugs. Uh, I, I did the one that you have, Jeff Weir Production, is very important. I don't know why Jennifer won it at some kind of Seneca County Fair or something like that. She's owned that mug longer than we've been married. Um, even though it's just a cheesy mug, it just says Slim Jim on it, and that's it. it. I don't know, like I don't know how Slim Jim is donating mugs, and why you ever think of, you know what? I want jerky with my beer. For those of you that are hunters, is that good? I've never had jerky in beer. Do you? I hear it's good. Yeah, I, I don't like beef jerky though. Oh well, then that would be why. And I would sure, I, I would assume if you're like a real life hunter, and I mentioned Slim Jim as jerky, I'm sure you're like, come on, Doug. That's not jerky, you know, and, and, and you're frustrated with that, but I've never done that. I'm a beer and peanuts guy. Oh, my gosh. Do I love beer and peanuts? Yeah, me too. I love peanuts. Big fan. Oh, that's good. I might just sit here and drink that and talk and then say, oh, by the way, content coming up. Man, that was delicious. All right. I'll, I'll try to do something here. Are you working Monday, Jeff, for production? Um, I guess. Okay. What's, what's Monday? Uh, Martin Luther King Day is Monday. Yeah, I believe we'll be working. Okay, I. This is Jeff. This is between you and I. Okay, okay. don't tell anybody this. Sure. Because when you get fired, don't badmouth the place you got fired from. Right? That's just rude. Right. Having said that, the old station, the old company, used to do something that would just really alienate me. To me, it's be consistent, one or the other. I had no problem working Martin Luther King Day. I have I have no problem working that day. At the same time, I have no problem taking off that day. Uh, but I look at it as I some of you work, so I want to work to be there for you. At the same time, there is President's Day in February, okay? For some reason, the old show, the old station, demanded that we work Martin Luther King Day and then lie on our time card. We had to say we took holiday. We, we had to say we took it off. So we had to sign our time card that said we took Monday off even though we worked. Then the station would magically let us have an extra day off somewhere in our lives. Now, that was really beneficial for vacation, to be quite honest, because then I always took vacation around July 4th. And man, I would finagle that like crazy. So the 4th is like, let's say the 4th is on a Friday. So you get the Friday off. And then I would take my Martin Luther King Day off on the 3rd. So suddenly I haven't taken any vacation days and I've already started with a four-day weekend. So I totally manipulated the system. But I thought it was so cheeseball. I don't want to say racist. That I don't like to, you know, unless I know I'm not going there. But I just thought it was crappy that we were forced to lie about working on Martin Luther King Day and we were forced to take off President's Day. It just, it just drove me nuts doing it that way. So to me, it was be consistent. Either take them both off or, or make us work both days. I didn't care which. So anyway, I, uh, uh, I plan on working 
uh, on Monday. So I'll be here, and especially because the playoffs. You know, you want to talk about the NFL playoffs from from this weekend. So I, I wasn't able to do that, so I took a huge nap again yesterday because I knew what I had coming up last night. Last night was kind of crazy, crazy time. It was uh, – who started it yesterday? The first game of the evening was that Boston-Milwaukee game that I thought was going to be huge. But I loved Milwaukee on versus Vegas. Milwaukee killed them, so I kind of backed out of that. Then I watched Michigan State-Illinois because I thought that was going to be a good game, and it was. Then I watched the Coyotes. That was complete trash. Then I watched the Suns. That was fantastic. And then I watched ASU, and what a meltdown. But watched all of those things. And then I said afterwards, I don't know what time it was. It was late uh, by the time I got done watching everything. And I sent Jeff Weir an email and said, hey, find me Lakers and Bobby Hurley because, man, I ain't staying up to try to find that stuff online, YouTube, stuff like that. So I went to bed. And I woke up and Jeff wasn't able to find it. And I, I, I was thinking, I didn't tell him this, but I'm thinking secretly, come on, Jeff, I needed that. And then I looked around. I couldn't find it either. <laughs> I was like, now I blame everybody else. Like, I, I, don't, I don't blame me. I don't blame Jeff. I blame everybody else for not doing what I needed them to do. Did you pay for it, Doug? No, I didn't. Well, what does anybody else have a role to help you? No, they don't. Oh. Do you have any right to be frustrated? No. Are you frustrated? Yeah. Have I ever done a segment of my life talking to myself? No, I have not. That was the first. Didn't come off very well either, if you wanted to know. Uh, huge work weekend this weekend. Too cold for golf today. Trying to uh, get lunch with uh, intern McKenna if it works. I texted her last night about 7 o'clock. Hey, any chance for lunch tomorrow? It's 12.30 last night. I just get into bed. Midnight last night, about 12.30, and then my phone dings. Typical college girl. She didn't even look at the clock, and she texted me. She goes, uh, I don't think so, but maybe. It can't be at noon, though. It's got to be later. Well, to her credit, you usually are up. At I, I, I am. I am. I am. I'm usually working. She knows that. So, man, that is so good. I, I can't believe. Like this sounds weird. I can't believe it's this good because I'm not a canned beer guy, and the beer has been sitting in my fridge for two weeks since they canned it. Not that beer gets bad in two weeks, but I just mean. There's the freshness you taste when it's right out of the keg. You know what I mean? That tastes like it's right out of the keg. Am I making that up, Jeff Weir Production? Do you, do you feel the same way? I feel it tastes like something out of a can. Oh, do you? Which I love. <laughs> okay. I love the taste of beer out of a can. That's I love the funny. taste of soda out of a can. What is I soda? I've never had a soda. Yeah. Never. I think what? you Midwesterners call it pop. Yeah, t- take it. I got, I got a can of pop here, so just a minute. Mm. All right, finished. That was Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew number two today. I knew that was going to be needed after uh, being up late. Okay, sound credits today. Everybody in the South calls it Coke. I know that. That was it's weird. It's just Coke. My first, my, I, I feel, I still to this day feel bad. Uh, first time out to dinner, uh, Jennifer and I, I wouldn't even call it being out to dinner. It was basically Jennifer and I got the move done. The poor woman was a mess. I, I, Oh, no, that was the next day. So we move in. We're all settled into uh, the apartment. And uh, we live in the, we're now Southerners. We live in the South. 
the first thing we do is we go for a walk. So we go for a walk, and this very nice person, I didn't know, I really didn't know what the South was like. And we're walking by somebody, and the person walks right towards us. He goes, how y'all doing? And I, I actually literally turned around to see who he was talking to. I had no idea you just, you're just that happy to see other people in the South. So then we kind of walked by, hi, hi. You know, we didn't like make eye contact at all. And then we kept walking. Then uh, we decided to go out to dinner. So we went to Shoney's and we go to Shoney's and a huge salad bar, you know, decent, whatever you, I don't know what you'd call Shoney's. It's not fast food, but it's, it's kind of like a step below an Applebee's. It's a Southern chain. It's not fast food, but it's not where you just sit and have beers and stay for a while. You know, you, you kind of move in and out quick. So we go to Shoney's, and then when we're done with dinner, the waitress comes by and says, y'all want y'all's ticket? What? Y'all want y'all's ticket? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're saying. And then she goes real slow. Y'all want y'all's ticket and then i went i'm sorry jeff i went i went total yankee i said i didn't know y'all could be possessive y'all can own things she said huh (laughs) i said what is my ticket she goes do you want your bill for uh, you to pay now like it's funny when southerners get mad they actually sound like yankees i don't know why suddenly now it's like really direct oh Okay, so we get the bill, and we're laughing about it. And by the time we took our first walk in the north, like whenever we went home for something, we started saying hi to people as they walked by us. <laughs> Suddenly, you, t- you turned into a nice person. You can't help it when you, uh, when you live in the south. Everybody's so wonderful. The difference is it pisses people off in the north when you do it. I know. Oh, totally. Totally. They just, I, I, I'll never forget. Like, I apologize to one guy. I remember saying, hey, how are you? I never said y'all. I would never go into that. But I said, hey, how are you? And somebody walked by me, and they just looked at me funny. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I lived in the south for five years you know i was like i was uh, apologizing for being kind you should say howian's doing yeah that ain't happening <laughs> just in the last eight years i picked up ain't i never said ain't i just thought that was a stupid word and then i don't know why i just picked it up and thought man that's that works i don't care that it's not even a word that works i hate that word i don't know why i don't know why i started saying it and then I never said dude. Intern McKenna never said dude. Went to college and she says dude all the time now. And I don't I kind of picked it up from her. It's 625. I have done nothing so far. Except drink beer. So I feel accomplished. How about you? Uh, sound credits today. Well, oh, we've got the Coyotes, right? Coyotes PR. That's it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's kind of crappy. We're still blaming other people for that. All right, let's roll. Doug's big one. Doug's big one today is not going to take very long, but I am passionate about it. It bothers me. I will keep on this train. I am a huge football fan. I am a huge fan of the players and the coaches in the NFL. I love the game. It is chess with 300-pound pieces. But I cannot get over all of us as a society on how we allow the NFL to be the most hypocritical group of human beings in mankind's history. It just, it's our fault 
And when I say our fault, let me be the true commander in chief here and lead the people that let them get away with it. It's my fault. It is. It just makes you angry how hypocritical they are. They sit there and lie to us all the time and we accept it. And the latest lie is going to happen tomorrow night. It's going to happen tomorrow. Like we are predicting the lie that is about to happen. This Chiefs-Dolphins game is going to be unbelievable, I think. I think the Chiefs are going to win, even though they haven't played well this year. It's going to be massive wind gusts. The high is going to be around 10 degrees. It's going to be miserable conditions. And I can't wait to see it. To see how these guys adjust with great quarterbacks, great passing games other than the Chiefs' inability to catch. And then this weather is really exciting to me. So why is all that hypocritical? Long time, for a long time, ever since Major League Baseball went to cable, and ever since ESPN and and, uh, TBS started carrying baseball postseason games, and ever since TNT started carrying NBA postseason games, Roger Goodell himself has bragged like crazy that the NFL is the only league that keeps all of its postseason games on free over-the-air networks for all local teams and easily accessible basic cable rates for everybody. So therefore, wherever the game is in the postseason, you can see it on an over-the-air network, which means Fox, ABC, CBS, or NBC, Or you can watch the game on ESPN. And ESPN is part, whether you want it or not, it's part of very, very basic cable. And almost everybody either has cable, has a satellite, or cord cutters have a system, Hulu, whatever it is, to be able to get basic ESPN. So you've always been able to get the postseason games. And Roger Goodell has bragged about it forever. We're the only sport that keeps our postseason games accessible to its fans. Saturday night's game is going to be on Peacock, meaning you have two choices. Spend about 30 bucks for a one-year package. Spend about 10 bucks for a one-month package. Or go to a sports bar. I guess you have four choices. Choice number four is to not watch it. A game like that. I do not have time to sit in a sports bar for three and a half hours to do my job. And I don't want to pay $10 for one game and then cancel because I don't want Peacock. I don't need Peacock. According to my wife, I probably already have one. So I don't think this is a good idea. And I hate the fact that the NFL bragged about this their whole life that they don't do this to their fans. And now, oh, as soon as they get the money that they are looking for, they're now doing it to their fans. We have a word for that, Roger Goodell. It's called prostitute. That's the word. You guys are nothing more than prostitutes. Hit the price? Oh, I'll do that. And now Peacock gets to keep a game away from the masses and people that aren't hearing this rant are probably going to find out the hard way. Now, in, to if you think this is fair, I don't, but I'll tell you, in Miami and Kansas City, it'll still be free and over the air. That there'll be an affiliate in each market that gets to carry the game. 
so the specific cities will be able to watch it for free. But the rest of the country, after supporting the NFL all this time, after having it be the number one most rated shows get week in and week out, you've done everything you could, and now the NFL says, never mind, we're going to take this from you. That's the NFL. Never act like when you hear Roger Goodell say, well, our fans think this. Our fans want that. He doesn't care about you at all. Your NFL owners don't care about you at all. Don't ever accept that lie. I'm not trying to talk you out of loving the game. I love the game. I'm not trying to talk you out of watching games because we love the game. But don't fall into the trap of believing they care about any of us. They don't. We know it. They know it. Now let's enjoy the games on our terms. Jeff Weir Production, did you know any of that? Like, did you know you're not going to be able to see Saturday night's game unless you go sign up for Peacock? Yeah, I've already signed up for Peacock. (laughs) (laughs) But there were things on Peacock that I was interested in seeing. Now, like what? I haven't done that research. I just know I'm pissy about it. What what did you see that you think you might like? I was I was searching the web for the show called The Office. Okay. With Steve okay. Carell. Yep. Yep. And that's the only place that has it. Yeah. So I yeah. was like, okay, well, I, I, I can get that and I'll get to watch the game this weekend. So it's a win win for me. I gotta tell you, I one aspect about getting old that happens to you is when I'm when I was young. I probably saw NBC Thursday nights were unbelievable to me. For those of you that don't aren't old enough to know, it went Cosby Show, Family Ties, Cheers, Night Court. So for me, for better or for worse, I don't mean it to be this way, but in my formative years, look at my personality if you think you know me. And then think of NBC Thursday nights and let me give you four names. Okay? Theo Huxtable. Alex P. Keaton, Sam Malone, Dan Fielding. (laughs) It's just boom, 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 boom. Like that. I loved those four shows. Okay. Now you mentioned that you watched The Office. I think I have seen about 90 seconds of The Office. And I actually, like, I'm not mocking those of you that love it. In those 90 seconds, I thought, you know, this might be kind of fun to get into. That's it. I've never seen it. And it's not, I'm better than you. It's just once you move into this world that I'm in, like like last night, I watched five athletic events last night. There's never a time for regular television except on a Friday night. And on a Friday night, I just start flipping. And I, uh-oh, Godfather's on. And then I watch a few minutes of the Godfather. And then I decide, am I going to get up and put the actual Godfather in? You know, I don't know. Jeff, did you just text me? I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> just a quick reminder. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I did need to know that. So I got I got that uh, with with the... That's so funny. You, did, you can just rip me on air. It's okay. So I'll just tell everybody. Jeff Weir Production just sent me a text that trying to remind me that we have the organic football guys coming up in 10 minutes. So, like, whatever is going on in my head, I, I need to adjust and plan. In other words... And I, I got to applaud you on this. For the first time, Jeff Weir is somewhat directing the show, 
which is the job of a normal producer, but I've never once told them to do that. And normally, I'm entertaining enough that it doesn't matter. But that is code. Now, let's face it, Jeff, that's code for, hey, you're either going to need to get the content at some point, or you're going to need to hold this thing until about 41 and then throw to a break so we're on time. So what are you doing in this next five minutes? <laughs> yeah, that was just because I knew you were either going to go to break or you were going to hold them and wait for them. And I just wanted to, to let you know I didn't know where you were going. The beer's good. I mean, the beer is really good. And I knew we have an important something coming up around 7.30 today as well. So You know what? I'm going to talk about that, and then we'll do organic football podcast, and then uh, Suns, and then that conversation. No break? No, 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 no. no. I'll, I'll, I'll take a break in about five minutes. Okay, gotcha. Um, coming up at 7.30 today, we have, we have a big deal. I, I don't want to oversell it to you as a... If you're a listener to the audio version of the podcast of Doug Franz Unplugged, and you're, you're kind of hardcore, you've been part of the Unplugged Army for a long time, I can't thank you enough. I mean, n- there will never be a day I can thank you enough for what you've done for my family and how vitally important it is that something goes wrong. I mean, God forbid it doesn't happen because, man, it's expensive. It's happened to us. Something goes wrong with your heater, your cooler, or your, your air conditioner, I mean. Uh, for us, we had a water softener, not a water softener, uh, our hot water tank went bad. you got to call Parker & Sons. I'm telling you, they are the best. They are the, the, I shouldn't say they're the most honest because I don't know how anybody else is. But once I found Parker & Sons and I saw that they're always honest, always on time, I was like, well, why would I try somebody else? Uh Things like that, that you call 6022 repair, that's how you support Doug Franz Unplugged. I give you a free podcast audio wise, you support the sponsors. So you'll understand what the last two years have been like for me and how excited I am for what's coming up at 730 today. But I would also like to tell you, if you're an audio-only viewer, or listen, that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. If you're an audio-only listener, that you really think about after 7.30, how can I make in my budget being a part of WTSM's family and joining us? And I think you might want to. For those of you that were listeners to the podcast and decided once I went on WTSMTV.com, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll chip in for the support as a member of the Unplugged Army, and I'd like to watch, you know, the things you say. Uh, that, that one I meant. The other one, the audio version, if you watch the audio version, I didn't mean to say that. But I did mean to say if you wanted to see what I was saying, uh, and you came over. I think we've done a good job of giving you value for your subscription price. I say it with great pride that you get something you can't get anywhere else now. Six hours of local sports programming. We're about to up the ante today at 7.30, and I am really, really jacked up about this announcement. For you, as a way for us to say thanks, here's another thing that we get to do with you. So I'm, I'm excited about that. 
So please be a part of it and uh, and, and be listening today at 730 or we're going to keep talking about it all of next week, things like that. But this is a this is a big moment for us. So I, I on the one hand, I want to say thanks already just for you being a part of it. Like if you would have never come over to WTSMTV.com, then I'm pretty confident in saying the announcement we're going to make would never have happened. We needed you to come first and trust us that we're going to keep building. And it's just kind of cool to be able to kind of pay off that to back to you to say, okay, here's what you were able to help us accomplish. So that's coming up at 7.30 today. And with the organic football guys, what I want to do is talk about finishing fantasy and how their year went, how uh, everything went football-wise, and then actually get into the games. Then we're going to talk about the games, and then I want to spend some time talking Suns, and then we'll have our big announcement at 7.30. So that's what's coming up on Doug Franz Unplugged today. Please tell me, and I'm being totally serious here. You, you have every right to rip me. Town Hall Tuesday coming up on Tuesday, as opposed to the Town Hall Tuesdays when I forget, and it's on Wednesday and Thursday. And that is this. Did you enjoy the first 40 minutes of today's show? I mean, I really accomplished nothing. Doug's big one was pretty good. But I just screwed around the whole time. I'm having a fantastic time. But I admit I didn't bring any content, really, in 40 minutes of conversation with you. But I enjoyed our talk. So hopefully you felt the uh, the same way. All right, coming up next. Got Brad coming up to be able to do, to laugh at and, uh, and spend some time with. I also want to invite Rich back onto the show. We haven't had Rich on forever, if Rich remembers, of course. And I'm really proud of how that show has grown. The organic football show, it had been every Tuesday. We had a great time with it. Let's finish off the year in grand style with them, the football season year in grand style with them. But if you're not a fantasy guy, don't worry. It's still going to be some good football talk about the games that are upcoming this weekend. And we might even mess around with some playoff fantasy because there are some leagues that start up for that. That's next. This is Doug Franz Unplugged, presented by Whirlwind Golf Club at Wild Horse Pass on WTSMTV.com. Cheers. Here is Sue Riggler on starting 100 Mile Brewing Company. What started 100 Mile Brewing Company is I actually have a degree in microbiology from ASU. Go Devils! And went back to school. I found out that UC San Diego had a brewing program, so I enrolled in that. And with the intention of opening a brewery, I came back to Tempe because it's Sun Devil country. I wanted to open a brewery in Tempe, which fresh it never gets old is our tagline. And I'm pretty much a stickler about fresh beer. It's got to be fresh. Otherwise, it's not going to be served here. So in the Franz household, we have an air conditioning unit, an air scrubber, a reverse osmosis system, and a tankless water heater all purchased from Parker & Sons. Why? Well, number one, because we trust them. We got to know Parker & Sons about six months into living in Phoenix, and they've showed up on time, got it right the first time, and treated us great every single time. So why would we go anywhere else? The other thing I like is some of the products have even saved us money. The reverse osmosis system gives us bottle quality water from a tap. And then the tankless water heater, I can't even imagine how much money it has saved us. We never run out of hot water, even on holidays when people are coming in to visit. And it doesn't heat up water and then just let it sit in a tank. It only heats it up as we use it. So we only use the electricity when we need it. And our air scrubber takes allergens and bacteria out of the air, which has just been a dream for my wife and my youngest daughter, who have some pretty heavy allergies. Call 6022-REPAIR to learn about these products. That's 602, the number two, that R-E-P-A-I-R for Parker & Sons.
Atmosphere Friday here on Doug Franz Unplugged. It is presented by our friends at 100 Mile Brewing Company, Tempe Rural. They're in Tempe on Rural Scottsdale Road and the 202 all combined. Now, because there are two fine young gentlemen that might be partaking in an occupation today that probably does not mix with alcohol very well. It will be a while before they experience Beer Friday, but we bring them in right now in which we get to talk to two guys that you can see in the middle of the night whenever you want. Brad and Rich are joining us from the Organic Football Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome, and when does the haunted house open that you guys are getting ready to, uh, to walk into? It's already begun, Doug. Oh, very well. Look at that. I should have known that. It opens when we open it. We we open it up. We we get here early. We open it up. You guys are (laughs) absolute gamers. Okay. The winner of the organic football podcast of entire fantasy football league, the leagues you guys are in was? Not one of us. Chris Williams. Uh, Chris Williams, our buddy. You know, that's 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 how it is. You know, fantasy football goes that way. I came in second place. Oh, um, I got fourth. Fourth, so, uh, Brad, And Brad's monster of a team somehow ends up in fourth place, which is just, <laughs> isn't that, that's fantasy football in a nutshell, guys. I, I have a similar sob story, even though I was the number two seed. I came in on about a seven or eight game winning streak. Uh, Rich, you might not know, Brad walked me through a trade. And in that trade, it I never lost again. And then I went yeah. up against the number three seed who literally, I don't know if she has, I think she sleeps on Dan Campbell bed sheets. She had, out of her seven-person starting lineup, I think she had 72 Lions starting on that team <laughs> right when they went on a run of offensive proportions. And then she mixed in every defense that played against the Jets, I think it was. And I just got smoked. I had McCaffrey getting me 45 points a weekend and still got smoked. So I'm a, I'm a little bitter, but mine wasn't for money. So I got to ask, because we had, one NCAA, we had two NCAA athletes in our poll, so we couldn't do money. So I got to ask, how much money did Chris uh, walk away with as your grand champion? Our, our grand champion walks away with the grand. Oh, <laughs> Wow. It's ironic. <laughs> wow. There you go. Um, yeah. Next year on the it's organic. Good, it's a good thing to win. On the organic football yeah. show. I don't know if you're interested in this. Go ahead and rip me for the idea. But have one extra entry, if they're willing to pay up, of course, for a listener to your show, a, a viewer of your show. Somebody gets invited in for the chance to face off with, a, with the major leaguers. But they have to sign a contract and accept a beat down from me every day, even if I'm terrible, a beat down every day on Doug Franz Unplugged for where they stand if they get smoked by you guys. <laughs> We've actually thought about uh, creating two leagues. Yeah. Because we have so many people, like we have people on a waiting list. Oh, so we'll wow. have two separate leagues with two totally different drafts. And then the two winners of that league play for a final. Okay, now this is here, – here's, here's something that's hilarious. Now, I don't know if you like this idea, but as soon as I heard you say that, you guys could be the first ever American Football League team, fantasy team, 
with a European football relegation and and uh, promotion. I mean, that would exactly. be hilarious. You've got to earn the right to get into <laughs> exactly. the big leagues. Yeah. Rich, the bottom are you, two, yeah, bottom two every year ship out, and the top two from the other league come back up. And I, I love it. I love the re- regulation. Yeah, relegation, <laughs> relegation. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I see a ceremony and everything. You know, uh, yeah. you get you get promoted up, and you know how rookies have to pay for everybody's meal. Yeah. I'm thinking whoever finishes in last place in both leagues and the guy that gets relegated has to pay for either the the appetizers, the whole meal, depending on the economic impact they have as an individual. Something like that. That's your financial penalty for doing that. As long as I'm not yeah. involved, because I know it'll be me. Well, what we should do is uh, have two of our trophies, Rich, one for one league, one for the other, and then like a three-foot giant cup. You know, and like the winner of both leagues yeah. takes home the, the cup. cup. <laughs> you take the cup. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And, I, the, you know, right now we have a trophy uh, for our last place guy. And it, it, and it's a little tiny, a little tiny trophy, but it's a toilet. That's what and it's a toilet with like, a, I think there's a little, a little something in the bottom of it, too. Message. <laughs> it, it, it came from our buddy. Uh, it's called the Hagobian. Sar Hagobian, the other host. He went 0-13 yeah. one other year. Other guy. He wow. was 0-13. In the yeah. toilet, it's so we named, it, we named a trophy after him. <laughs> I would have, if, if he ever does that again, I say keep the logo or the, of the Organic Football Podcast show, but then make him shave. Once you, once you go 0-13, <laughs> the beard goes, and yet there he is, his smiling face on the logo with a beard, and then, and then he, uh, he doesn't lose. Okay, are either Doug, of you guys it doing? It will be back yeah? in two days. If he shaves, it'll be back in two days. Hey, that's not funny. Listen, <laughs> as a guy that, listen, I shave for Jesus. So every Sunday morning I shave, and then by the end of the week, it's pretty much full. Um, do you, either of you guys get into the quick versions of postseason fantasy football? Uh, I, I will do it. Um, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it this year, but yeah, I've done, I, I, I do like that format where there's actually several different formats, but most, most readily available format is, is you pick a player one max from each team. Um, and then it's just a matter of picking, um, players that you think would go the distance. You, you yeah. want a lot of times, a lot of times you're picking on the two seed in that situation okay. um, because of the fact that they would get the extra game over the number one seed. So, you're, you know, if, I, if you're looking at the Bills, um, that would be nice, except for, you know, a bit of weather to start out for the first game this weekend. That, that, that looks troubling, that weather. If I stick it to you, anybody that either of you guys are looking at that's going to have like a Larry Fitzgerald type of postseason? Cooper Cup. Oh, Cooper I'm glad Cup. that you said I, that, I, considering I one of my that. picks on versus Vegas is the Lions minus three. So I re- I'm really glad that Ooh. you just threw, <laughs> you just threw that at me, uh, uh, Brad. I think I, they're I, gonna win. I have this feeling, and listen, let's 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 move into gambling. Uh, I have this feeling that I don't want to act like the crowd. It does have a it is a factor, but let's not always act like it's really that big. But for the Lions fans to have not only a home playoff game for the first time this century and almost like the third time in their history since they were the Portsmouth Dragons on the Ohio River. This is huge. And then to add the weight to it that you got the Stafford effect and they don't hate Stafford, but they want to make sure Stafford knows 
You left us. You demanded a trade away from us because you thought we could never be exactly where we are. I think they're going to be nuts. I think they're going to be absolutely nuts. That doesn't mean they can block Aaron Donald. It just means they're going to be nuts. So, but it's a home game for Stafford. That's the thing. Is it? It's not. It's a home game. No, think, they're and Cooper Cup. They're going to be so loud and obnoxious, Brad. I think they're going to drive him crazy. Not him, but his line and his and his receivers. I do. I, I hadn't thought of that handicap yet. Um, how loud it will be in that building. They, you know, and the Lions to get even the home game. Besides the Stafford effect, uh, just to get the home game, they are going to be riled up. I do. I do yeah. like that. Um, I I am on the Rams myself personally. But oh yeah. Um, just just because just the 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 plus three. I just think is attractive. I liked it better when it was plus three and a half. Um, but uh, just to have. Uh, the, the edges that they have the the Detroit has not stopped anybody uh in the air the over the past five weeks uh, and you got Puka been, and Cup, really they're not going to stop either of them so i uh, i like this so that, idea brad you decide it's your totally your choice burrito express rosati's hundred mile brewing company or bell's national kitchen there is a lunch bet now officially on the line for rams lions you do get the points but the beauty is Rich and I get to split the cost of your lunch if we lose, and you got to buy us both lunch if we win. How's that? Deal. Oh yeah. Deal. Wow. wow. All right. And Rich, this Look is a way this. for you. Rich, this is a way for you to get the money back <laughs> that you chipped into the fantasy league that Brad won every week. So now you can get a little uh, of it back. I think I, yeah. I think I ended up actually uh, better, but I'll, I'll still I'll still take my lunch. <laughs> Isn't that interesting, Rich? I don't remember Brad commenting on how you were successful the times that he joined Doug Franz Unplugged. <laughs> you never mentioned that. I must have missed that. I must have missed it. That's weird. That's <laughs> weird how that goes. Okay, no, so- I, I had a really good season. I fought through a bunch of injuries. It, it was it was a good season though. All right. Real oh, quick, too, Doug, about that yeah. Detroit uh, game. Kyron Williams is going to be a beast, and not only that, but uh, the Rams have only lost one game in the last uh, five games. I do know. I do know that. They're four and five. That was a bad. I got to tell you. That was against uh, Baltimore, too. That was the only team they've lost to. Jeff Weir Production, how impressed were you with the lighting director for Brad Smith on how quickly that door opened as soon as Brad went into the middle of the night to uh, to give us a little <laughs> that, that was impressive. That was Brad. good. That was good. <laughs> you, All right. you think that it would just stay on if it's like, um, but nope. I would think of uh, your favorite, and you might have already you might already say Detroit, but your favorite game this weekend. You first, Rich. Your favorite playoff game that you can't not fantasy wise that you you're a fan i can't wait to see this game oh i'm looking forward to kansas city and miami I, do you I have think peacock really or are you going to his do you i went off today I, on I, doug's big i do work. have peacock you do okay. yeah i have it yeah i just I, you know i've got i've got teenagers so i've got you know a bunch of different streaming services so i happen to have peacock uh i think that's kind of you know a little bit of bs on that but you know that, <laughs> that is what it is uh, you know, I, I wish it wasn't that way, but it's, of course, the game I'm looking forward to, in my opinion. Tyreek Hill. That's uh, why they did it. In Kansas yes. City. Yeah, I, 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 I'm just going to love this game. I always love watching Pat Mahomes, too. That's just one of my favorite guys to watch. So and, and the weather. i that guy. But, no, I'm bitter. And the weather, I'm, yeah. I'm very bitter about it. Uh, Brad, for you, is it is it Chiefs-Dolphins, or is it another game that's your favorite this weekend? No, I like Chiefs Dolphins. I mean, that's that's going to be an AFC match for 
for, you know, it's going to be very much, look at that. It's going back <laughs> off again. So that's going to be a very, very similar to like, you know, when it was Peyton versus Brady all those years. It's just we always got excited when, you know, Pittsburgh would play the Colts or stuff like that. So I just think it's one of those matchups that's really nice. Uh, Brad, if, I will if, say, if that keeps happening, you should I, call Murray Electric and they'll keep your lights on. Uh, anyway, keep going, <laughs> yeah. Rich. I am I am looking forward to, to seeing what the rookies do uh, or the, the first-timer guys, uh, C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love. I am, I am, I am with very you. interested to see what those guys do. You know, it's funny you say that because, listen, I, I'm with you guys that it's Chiefs-Dolphins, but now that I'm, I'm forced to play devil's advocate since you guys are close friends and agree and hold hands all the time, that I'm going to take <laughs> Green Bay and Dallas for two reasons. That? For two, not that there's anything wrong with it for two reasons and that is I do want to see Jordan Love in that environment but number two I think Dallas is winning but I think McCarthy gets fired if they don't the guy wins 10 games oh, yeah. a year and I think he gets fired if they lose yeah. in the first round and could you imagine you might say there's no way Jerry Jones would ever do it but he hired Bill Parcells he had no problem hiring Bill Parcells. Would he actually hire Belichick? And would Belichick take the job in Dallas to be able to say, hey, as long as I'm running personnel, would he demote his own son? Would the two work together in order to – and would Bill say, you know what, I'll give up personnel decisions, I'll just coach? And Belichick with the Dallas media? That just seems – Murray Electric. That just seems hilarious to be able to do that. So I'm watching – the. Jordan Love versus the future of McCarthy. I love that storyline, even if I don't really love the game that much. Oh, I, I love no, stuff I, like I, that. They're they're kind of they're kind of talking about that in Philadelphia as well. If Nick yeah. Sirianni loses to Tampa Bay, uh, now that, that one I think is dumb. I, like it's freaking Nick Sirianni. Yeah. What hasn't he done? Yeah. Get over it. Now yeah. here's what's weird, and I don't like. Uh, Obviously, the Cardinals crushed it. When you look at the stats of the Eagles 2022 defense and the Eagles 2023 defense with mostly the same guys, it is like punch you in the face stark. Hassan Reddick is totally a different player this year. And I don't think, oh, you're just one year older that did that. I It kind of makes you feel good if you're a Cardinals fan. The problems of the Eagles' defense because it makes you feel like, hey, we might have a good coach here on our hands. Yeah, a, a guy that they they shipped out of town and, and kind of said, uh, uh, we, we don't want you. Yes, and, and and look at the difference he's made. So yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I do like that as as a Cardinals fan personally. I I, I like that. I, I I've enjoyed seeing that defense crumble. And can you believe the Cardinals almost made that last kick and costed them even a worse draft kick? <laughs> I can't believe that. When I'm like, if they make this field goal, I will be so mad. <laughs> it's funny you say that, Brad, because I looked at it even bigger. From a gambling standpoint, the line of the season was four and a half wins. And who in the world thought that they were going to beat Dallas and Philly? So Vegas is so brilliant that we're sitting here at four wins with a last-second field goal to determine a bet from four months ago of whether or not it was actually going to happen because they were right on that edge, and it ends up he misses it, and everybody who took the under 
under people like me that were like guaranteeing the under like i thought it was going to be under three and a half i thought that was a terrible line four and a half there's no way they're winning five games no way <laughs> and then oh i'm glad i was able to limbo my way into uh, into that deal all right favorite vegas bet. always knows vegas always knows speaking of vegas <laughs> both of you uh brad this time you first favorite bet of the weekend and feel free to ask if there's a line that you don't know about and because it's, it's not like you have every line memorized for the weekend but is there any game and don't tell me it's the rams is there any game that you're looking at this weekend and you say <laughs> that's the one i think that you've got you've got a favorite or you've got a, the best opportunity to make money i like the money line on tampa bay and the rams do a little two-team parlay uh, they're both positive, so you get good odds. Uh, I do think Philly is suspect. I don't think that defense can stop anybody. You know, Baker, I think he's got like a $2 million bonus if he wins a playoff game. So, you know, even if he's hurt, he's going to give him his everything. Like he always does. He's a player. All the guys like him. So I think Tampa wins this one. And then, uh, yeah, there, there you go. go. And then, uh, <laughs> obviously, the Rams. I told you about them, Kyron's run game and all that other good stuff. So. I think uh, the Rams pulled that one off. I appreciate you showing that I'm a wuss because I love Tampa Bay plus the three. I'm like, why do I have to earn the extra? I'll just take my three points and be happy about it. Who cares about the juice? And, uh, and here you are rubbing it in. Uh, Rich, what do you like this weekend? Uh, a couple different things I like. Um, I, I took Kansas City on the money line earlier in the week. It's gotten a little out of hand on their side, so I don't like that anymore. But um, if you want to play it safe, the but money did you line, get good juice little, early? Did you get ju- juicy? Because it's minus two thirty now. Early it was like I was like minus one eighty when. Oh, I that's that's up. not bad. Yeah. So, yeah. So I took it then early, early, and yeah. I, and I got the plus three and a half on the Rams. Um, uh, but. Uh, I have a couple players that I like. I like Najee Harris for over 60 and a half yards. Um, I believe this game is going to go through the ground and and ground and pound, especially if, if the Steelers want to play in this game. Okay. So um, I love that over 16 and a half. And then there's another guy, Kate Otten, uh, the tight end uh, for Tampa Bay. Uh, his receiving props should be sitting around 23 and a half right now, 22 and a half. I was able to get this earlier in the week at 21 and a half. But to me, that's uh, t- uh, Philly's been terrible against tight ends over the over the back half of the season. That's everybody. Uh, that's 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 like two catches to, for KDOT. And, and, and Baker's a little banged up, so I think he's going to want to get rid of the ball. Uh, and tight end is a good spot for that. So I Now, like let me make sure I understand this, Rich. You have, yeah. with my lunch bet with Brad, you're joining me on the Lions <laughs> minus three, news, yeah. but you've no, got no, no. in Vegas on your app or whatever, whoever your sportsbook is, you've got Rams <laughs> plus the three. Yeah, sometimes you have to play a little bit of both sides. Yeah, yeah. You got to hedge out a little. So money, money in your left hand and lunch in your right. All right, I got you. All right, give me, uh, Rich. Give me the future of the organic football show. Do you have something coming up uh, this week, or how how long are you guys going? Because I admit, as the director of sports programming, I haven't asked you. Uh, What What are you guys doing for uh, for the upcoming weeks? We do we do take a little hiatus here and then just kind of um, usually during our off season quote unquote we'll we'll um, hit up some shows um, but I know we were in discussions with you about a little draft special type thing yes. um, so something so we usually do something around draft time um, a, a few yeah. different shows always- to look into you know the rookies coming out Brad. 
And not only that, but like how to prepare for your draft, what values to set for certain guys, you know, what guys had bad years last year, but going to have turnaround years and, you know, stuff like that. So, cause we do an auction draft, there's always value, you know, yeah. you always want to try and find players cause any guy is available. So you, it's kind of almost like a daily, you just have to find the right pieces to get the most value for your guys. And then well, hope they stay healthy. Let me let me actually like sound like I'm important. I feel like I should take off my hat to say this and look respectful. Uh, thank you guys. You, you made WTSM a better place with your uh, with your fall football year that you spent with us. Your show kept getting better all the time, and it started off good, and it just got better. You were a lot of fun for us, and we were just thrilled to have you. And hopefully, you were just as thrilled to uh, be with us. And uh, even though Brad, you are going to end up buying us lunch, the the first beer. Here is uh, is on me. You guys were great this year. Thanks for coming on. You're gonna laugh, Doug. I'm getting two burritos in front of you guys. <laughs> if you listen, <laughs> I have full confidence. There's no way you're getting two full burritos at Burrito Express and being able to eat them both right there in front of me. Is that another bet? Just kidding. <laughs> no, because when I was your age, I could have done it. But I don't know about. I know I couldn't do it now. Guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Hey, awesome, thanks, Doug. Doug. We got to see you around draft time. Have Absolutely. There's Brad Smith and Rich Murray uh, of uh, the Organic Football Show. Two just fun guys. That's all there is to it. Sorrow is kind of the driver of the show, but not the fantasy expert that those two are. But Sorrow is great. And then to find out that he went 0-13, Sorrow, I'm with you. You know, I'll hug it out with you uh, on that one. And then hopefully those of you that aren't fantasy football dudes, you enjoyed being able to spend some time talking about the hardcore game themselves and some of the prop bets to uh, to look out for all right coming up next it is by far one of the best games that i've seen them play did they do anything that's sustainable or did they just hit some shots and get lucky we talk suns lake next on doug frown's unplugged presented by whirlwind golf club and wild horse pass on wtsmtv.com here in a second but I want to make sure that this is legitimate and it happened while I was talking to the guys so I haven't been able to totally research it yeah yeah wow wow that was fast uh yesterday we were talking to Steve McCollum main event his show coming up in an hour from now Dale Hellestray as well and Steve was really gung-ho that he thought it was going to be Gerard Mayo is going to be the head coach of the Patriots. And while we were talking to the guys, Rich and, and, and Brian, it was interesting that that actually happened. According to Adam Schefter, first to report, Gerard Mayo is the head coach of the New England Patriots. Press conference uh, coming up possibly tomorrow maybe even today i got to do a little more research it it happened while i just went over during the uh revenue generating portion of the show to take a look at it go balls yeah how about that how about that so that's it it's really interesting man i want to talk sons they deserve so much conversation today especially after me labeling them soft in their last game and i'm not taking that back they deserved it but they were great last night i was talking to a friend yesterday uh just a couple texts not very knowledgeable dude within Alabama football, but not somebody that 
I would like to say that's a source, but he does help me in knowledge of what's going on. And he told me he thinks this is going to be a tough hire for Alabama. I said, wait, why? And this was after Dan Lanning said no, but before Mike Norvell said no. So I thought, I admit, I thought it was going to be Norvell. I thought he was going to be the head coach of Alabama. And it seems like a lot of coaches are looking at that job. And even though they all agree, it's it's a great job. There are two things they're really looking at closely. Number one is legacy. You take over for Nick Saban, boom, expectations immediately. Number two, they're a little concerned about something that's never been brought up with SEC schools, market size. Some guys are a little worried of can we get the NIL money that we need to be able to recruit there just like everywhere else is going to be happening. And they have no doubt. Like, like the guy told me, listen, we're going to have no problem at Alabama doing well with NIL. But are we going to be elite with NIL? Are we going to match a city? like Columbus, Ohio does not seem like a huge city. But it is a pretty good-sized city. And... It's much bigger than Birmingham, and there's a ton of Ohio State alumni everywhere. So you start looking at different schools that could explode that have never been that great. But with NIL, if the fan base embraces NIL, suddenly that's all the players are looking for. The players simply want, how much are you going to pay me? Very few players are looking at a situation and saying, you are what's best to develop my football career. And I I totally believe every kid has a right to make whatever choice they want. I think if you make your decision based solely on the NIL deal, you're making a terrible mistake. But I'm not saying I wouldn't have made a terrible mistake. Like I knew going into Ohio University for my broadcasting career was going to be the best for me. But if suddenly another school would have offered me a soccer scholarship, I don't know what I would have done. I'd have been kind of geeked out about that. And I probably would have said, you know what, I love the game so much, and I would have loved either a free education or half of an education so much, I might have done it. Just so you know, my soccer skills were at the point where I received a ton of letters from people that wanted me to play soccer for them. And then when I called, they didn't know who I was. <laughs> I don't know how I ended up on some mailing list. Hey, we got to get Doug Franz to come to our school. Hey, I'm Doug Franz. Who? All right. Thanks for your time. Nice letter. Thanks for your letter, too. <laughs> nice letter. Thanks. I'm important. <laughs> so that was kind of an interesting conversation, really, to see how important is it. And it might not be all that big of a deal. Um, we know Alabama is an incredible job, but where are they going to go? If I'm Alabama, I would go so far outside the box, it's crazy. I would see if we could rehabilitate John Gruden's reputation. 
I would see about John Gruden. Because he's good, you're going to be able to get him cheaper than you ever could have got him before. Because of the bad emails. But at the same time, you know the dude's brilliant. And he's kind of similar to Nick Saban in a hard-driving professional coach. I, just an idea. Just an idea out of nowhere. Uh, and that, that did not come from a secret source or nobody said, hey, throw out his name. You know, anything like that. That's just me looking over the landscape and saying, where, where are you going to go? Now that some of the young hotshots didn't take it. And I, you're going to rip me if you're an ASU fan for this. I mean, man, are you going to rip me. But... The more and more major coaches that are saying no, that's where you kind of turn and look and say, all right, does the former U of A athletic director look at U of A? Then there's the, do you go, I hope, I mean, I don't like Urban Meyer. I think that guy's a fraud. But you talk about an instantaneous credibility of winning national championships and a guy that knows the SEC. I don't think you bring him back at all. Like, I think that would be a bad hire for who he is as a person. But can the guy win? Yeah. Admittedly, I have no idea who it's going to be. I don't. But I'm, I am fascinated as more guys keep saying no. All right. Before we get to the big announcement coming up 730. Let me get, I got to get the Suns, and I'm jacked up to talk about the Suns. They won 127 to 109, even out-rebounded somebody, which doesn't happen all the time. 49 to 37, 46 to 37, they won the rebounding. Bradley Beal shot 30, or scored 37 points. He shot 67% from the field. I, have you ever watched a game and you kind of notice something, but not really? And then somebody says something and you're like, yes, yes, that's exactly what's happening. Okay. I was kind of like that yesterday. I felt like the Suns were being ultra aggressive offensively, but I couldn't figure out why. What, what, what am I seeing? And I totally blew it, totally missed it while I was watching it and thought it was fantastic when Reggie Miller said, The Suns are attacking Austin Reeves. It seemed like their game plan was whoever has the ball, or I shouldn't say that, whoever Reeves is guarding, get him the ball. And they torched Austin Reeves. It reminded me of a playoff game. You've got to be pretty hardcore Suns fan to remember this playoff game. But the Suns were by far a better team than an upstart Golden State team pre-Steph Curry days. And old Donnie Nel- Don Nelson was the head coach, the guy with the fish. Do you know who Don Nelson is, Jeff Weir Production? Is that a name that you've heard of before? No, I've never heard that name. He's a super old school player from the Celtics from before I was born and then became a legendary head coach who like reinvented the game and because of that would lose a bunch of games for a while and then he'd win a bunch of games. But he was famous for his fish ties. He would wear a tie that looked like a dead fish hanging from his neck. (laughs) It's so funny the way it looked. But anyway, he had a playoff game where he had an offense designed not to pass, like to have one pass. They would only pass the ball once. And it was a pass to whoever Steve Nash was guarding. 
you actually started to feel bad for Steve Nash. They attacked him like nobody else has ever done and were just bullying him on the way to the basket. And it was all a whole multitude of people. And the Suns kept saying, okay, Steve, try to guard this guy. Hey, Steve, try to guard this guy. And they kept moving around to different people, and it didn't matter. Whoever Steve guarded, they got that guy the ball. It was like that last night. The Suns just attacked Austin Reeves. Took wide open threes, got paint. What what I, I like this term, paint touches. You got the ball into the like. Just chucking up threes is not good. But when you get the ball in the paint and you get the defense to kind of collapse, now you have kickout threes. And those are the best open looks. Also, the uh, Suns did a much better job of crashing the offensive glass. So therefore, everybody's crashing. And the best time to shoot a three is after an offensive rebound. Because that's when you get open looks. And that's what the Suns were doing. It was fantastic offense, fantastic ball movement, aggressive but open looks at the basket. And at the same time, they actually worked hard on defense. They weren't fantastic at keeping all of the Lakers off the boards. But it wasn't grotesque like it has been. They played light years better. Do you have to take it with a grain of salt because you did it against the nine seed? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. We can say it's the Lakers all we want and build up the prestige of the Lakers. You did it against a nine seed. Yet, for a team that's playing as bad as they have been playing, do you really care that it was against the nine seed? I don't. I don't at all. It was a great performance. And then there's the Bradley Beal aspect. Bradley Beal getting 37 points, Durant not needing to score in the 20s. Booker actually missed quite a bit of open shots. Normally when a point guard shoots 50% from the field, 5-0-50, you're thrilled. That's a great number for a point guard. However, Booker missed quite a few open shots. He went 11 of 22, and I would even go so high total ballpark number but I would go so far as to say five of them were open and what open means in the NBA is they track every player and if no one's within six feet of you that's why I should say if no one's within six feet of you it's a wide open they call that the technical term wide open three feet is considered open and then there's contested when somebody's kind of up in your grill I would say he had at least three wide open and five open looks that he missed out of the 11 misses that he had. And I only bring that up not to rip him, but to say, man, his numbers could have been that much better. And yet I'm, it was finally ball movement offensively, fantastic defense, swarming defense, movement, close out on threes, which they haven't been doing. It was great. If you don't know how bad they've been playing, let me give you some numbers so you know. Here's the Suns' meltdowns. Fourth quarters this year. So let's just focus on the fourth quarter. Before last night, they were outscored by 137 points in the fourth quarter. They had they were plus 166 in quarters one through three. Think about that. If, if the game was a three-quarter game, which is the dumbest thing you could say. Wait, how can you have a full game if it's three-fourths? Well, get my point. Three-quarter game, the Suns are plus 166. Fourth quarter, they're minus 137. Secondly, they've had seven blown leads of five points or more in the fourth quarter. Seven. 
Why does that matter? I'm not saying you could just magically turn losses into wins, but just for the sake of argument, if they hold on to a five-point lead in the fourth quarter, in those seven losses, they're the second-best team in the Western Conference and the third-best team overall in basketball. Yeah, it's that big of a gap. There's an efficiency rating, okay? The Suns have a minus 16 fourth-quarter rating. Now, you don't have to go into depth and say, Doug, what is that? I'm not even going to go deeply into explain it that they're minus 16 in the fourth quarter. This is all you need to know about that minus 16 rating. The efficiency rating for the fourth quarter was invented by, well, I don't know who invented it, but it it started on NBA.com for the 96-97 season. 96-97. The rating for the Suns this year in the fourth quarter is the worst fourth quarter rating in the history of the stat. Do you really care? Who cares what the minus 16 means? Just know that the the modern day Pistons, the sons of Robert Sarver, some of those horrible 76er teams before Joel Embiid, nobody in basketball history since the stat was invented with three years left in the last century has ever been as bad in the fourth quarter as the current Suns. That's how bad it's been. And uh, the last one, three-pointers, total points, assist-to-turnover ratio, and their pace, how quickly they get the ball up the floor and take good shots. Those four categories – in the fourth quarter, threes, points, assist to turnover ratio, pace. Last, 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 last. Suns have not been good at the end. <laughs> and they dominated the Lakers last night. I don't even care about the fourth quarter because it's kind of a irrelevant quarter. They were crushing them so bad that it was all subs basically at about the nine-minute mark of the fourth quarter. That got me jacked up that they did that. I'm trying to be calm because, you know, I'm a fan of the Suns. Trying to be calm and say, all you did is you smoked the nine seed. But the Suns were the eight, and the Suns have been crap too. Now, do it against Portland. You play Portland Sunday night, that's a bad team. What are you going to do to them? Do it against Portland on Sunday night. I feel good that I actually had a chance to talk Suns. I'm probably not going to get a chance to talk to ASU today. Really frustrated about ASU. They got a one-point lead after the under-12. Jeff Weir Productions, do you know what the under-12 means when I say that, the under-12? No. I'm, I hope you don't mind that I ask you those questions. I always want to inform everybody, and you're like my test case. Because you love sports, but there might be some details that no one's ever said. In basketball, in college basketball, not pro, you have a timeout, a TV timeout, at the first dead ball every four minutes. So once you get under 16 minutes, you don't immediately call timeout. But once the whistle blows, boom, there's a TV timeout. So at the under 12 TV timeout, which happened at about 11.30, 11 minutes, 30 seconds, that means, okay, here's the under 12 timeout. We got a TV timeout going on. From that point... It was 50 to 49 ASU at the under 12. In only 11 minutes of basketball, UW won 33 to 17, and the final score looks like ASU got smoked. That only happened in 11 minutes. 
That's some bad basketball that ASU finished with, and now they are a uh, now they're dropped a four and one on the season and miss a chance at a quad one win. All right, coming up next, one of the bigger moments for all of us here at WTSMTV.com. Can't wait to let you know what this announcement is. And before we even tell you, I just want to say thanks. It's a big day for us. And we appreciate you being a part of us on this journey to be able to put us in this position to earn an announcement like this. Our big announcement's coming up next. This is Doug Franz. This is Doug Franz Unplugged is the show. The station is WTSMTV.com. And our presenting sponsor is Whirlwind Golf Club at Wild Horse Pass on a beer Friday. Thanks to Hunter Mile Brewing Company. Kevin Guy, head coach of the Rattlers, up next on WTSMTV.com. Burrito Express started with my father about 25 years ago. He got laid off and decided that he needed to do something to provide for his family. My brother and I were older teens, 17, 18 year old, and I'm going to do a trial out of my house. So literally we decided we're going to start out of his house. So we delivered uh, menus in a square mile area, literally started delivering burritos out of our home in Mesa, Arizona. And after about a month, he said, let's do this. Went and found his first location. And believe it or not, that's how it started. We started with one location back in 1995. Now we're where we are now. Rosati Sports Pub in Chandler. It's on Ray and McQueen. Sounds like a sports bar. What's the difference? You walk in and they actually have games on TV with the sound on. How many times do you walk into a supposed sports bar and they've got loud music on or somebody playing live or some kind of trivia game going on and you're there to watch the game? If you're like me, a simple guy, give me my pizza, give me my wings, give me my cold beer and make sure I can hear the Suns and D-backs, then you want Rosati Sports Pub at Chandler. All members of the Unplugged Army, welcome. Rosati Sports Pub, give me the game. I am sending Jeff Weir Production a uh, a quick note here. Today is uh, a big day for us here at WTSMTV.com. And let me tell you a funny story to kind of set this thing up. There's the Arena Football League that used to be so huge, there was a minor league to it, AF2. And AF2 was one of their major franchises was in Huntsville, Alabama. And I was the play-by-play voice of that team on the radio station. And that's where I met Kevin Guy way back in, I believe, 2002. And it just so happened I get a job here in Phoenix in 2007. And at the end of 2007, Kevin gets the job as the head coach of the Arizona Rattlers of Arena Football. So Arena Football League going on well. And then really, Kevin Guy was one of the people that's kind of smelled this thing out before anybody else and thought it's a much better move for the Rattlers to go to the Indoor Football League. And boy, was he proven right with the success of the Indoor Football League and AFL kind of going away. So the Indoor Football League has continued to grow. It's 16 teams now and getting bigger in the years to come with expansion. And now the Arizona Rattlers, we were thrilled last year to kind of provide a little bit of extra in-depth coverage, pre-game, post-game. And uh, now we'd like to do a little more. And Kevin Guy, the head coach, is joining us right now. 
here on WTSMTV.com. And uh, first of all, Kevin, I, I don't care about your big announcement more than I care about the family. So, number one, how's the family? How's everybody? Well, everybody's good. Kathy's down in Tucson. Alexis, you know, doing her senior year at uh, Arizona, and uh, she's in Tucson as well. And and uh, Cody's kind of eating me out of the house. I was getting his <laughs> breakfast ready this morning before he took off the school. He's 16 years old. He's already over 200 pounds. It's unbelievable. Wow! Wow! Uh, I can. I, I'm. I've. Got, I've got another sixty on him. If he's wondering. So now, as I as I move on from that, what is the big announcement that the Arizona Rattlers have for Rattlers Nation? Well, we, we have all kind of uh, announcements, but we are we are doing a partnership. Uh, we've agreed to a partnership with WTSM TV. We are we are excited about that. Uh, we've been negotiating with Chris, and it just you know, it, it gives us a chance to be creative, innovative. Uh, a little bit of cutting edge behind the scenes with with what we're doing with the Rattlers, uh, you know, a look, and and then obviously you're going to be involved in that as our play-by-play. But we we are excited about it. We were on uh, WTSM uh, TV last year, but this year, you know, they're they're picking up the, you know all the talent and, and and production that comes along with it. So we're we're excited about the partnership, and it's gonna. Like I said, going to give uh, the fans a chance to see what's going on, uh, you know, a, a little more behind the scenes, but also pregame show, uh, halftime, postgame show. Uh, so it, it's, it's going to be the real deal. And uh, we're looking forward to the partnership. So are we. This is uh, exciting beyond belief for us here at WTSMTV.com. So, number one, thank you for your trust and, in a sense, the compliment you're giving us for our pregame and postgame coverage of your games last year and now to expand that where we are now the official home of of everything and I'm thrilled to death to be closer to you and drive you nuts as the play-by-play guy so that'll be exciting we'll have Izzy Isaiah Jackson down on the sideline covering things as well Dale Hellestray sitting next to me providing the color analyst and then you said you've got other announcements too so let me get out of the way of that after expressing our thrill at WTSM. <laughs> yeah, you just said you got other things going on. Tell us what else is going on with the Rattlers right now. Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening to you. You said we got a lot going on before you made oh, the we announcement. Well, I mean, we, 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 uh, we signed uh, Merriweather and Winfrey back yesterday. Oh, that's uh, awesome. So they'll be back with the team. And, you know, you build your team down the middle. So uh, we, we have our nose guard and linebacker in place from last year. And then – you know our next middle pieces were Merriweather and and, uh, and Winfrey. So, uh, but we also are bringing in some competition. Uh, the, you know those guys are kind of, they've been doing it for a few years now. So, you know we want to make sure that we're staying young as as we're getting older as well. But I still think they got a couple of years left in them, and uh, you know we're excited about that. You know we're excited also about the move out to uh, Desert Diamond Arena. Uh, you know that's been announced already, but. You know, the more we work with the building, the more, you know, I'm happy um, just with the relationship and the partnership uh, of how that's growing. I mean, the one thing I'm excited about is we've, you know, we've only been selling tickets. You know, we started our own ticket staff back up where we could control our own customer service and, and, uh, and work with our fans on a daily basis. But you know, uh, after having a longstanding, you know, partnership with the Suns, you know, the Suns always uh, ran that part of the business for us. And we, we took all that back in house and, and moved out the Desert Diamond Arena. And, and, you know, just in, you know, say a month and a half, we've already sold over, um, you know, 500 season tickets, uh, 
you know, just just in that short time, we still got wow. a couple of months to sell. So we're, you know, we're we're, we're excited, and that that's. That, that, you know, that's selling that many at the same time, trying to get our existing ticket holders placed in their new seats, right? Um, you know, then you're taking deposits on, on new season tickets. So mm -hmm. as many people as there is from the East Valley that's saying, hey, um, you know, I don't want to drive out there. And we really haven't lost that much, you know, to be frank with you. I mean, we, we've already sold over double what we've lost uh, wow. from, a, from a ticket base. Yeah, so... Um, and, and, we're, and what I'm saying is our ticket staff hadn't even been able to spend a lot of time on selling yet because they've been trying to work out all the logistics of the seats and putting the maps together and where we put the existing. And that takes time. And, and, and Nate Riley, uh, you know, we hired Nate Riley as our VP of ticket, and he's doing a great job there. Um, you know, working alongside with Jeff and I, and, and uh, you know, it, so we're excited about all the possibilities above just looking at our, our our new facilities you know as well uh you know you were involved in a little tour that we gave the staff to go behind the scenes and see what we're working with. I mean, we're basically you know in this deal adopting all of the coyotes facilities uh and just turning it into to, to football we have office space in the building so we're, we're eventually we will be a hundred percent you know, in that building, be the you know the number one tenant in that building, and and Dell Adams has been so great to work with, uh, the city, you know, the mayor, everybody has been great to work with. So, you know, we're really again excited about you know the partnership. But you know, going back to you know, you got some fans. Oh, I don't want to drive out there. Okay, you know that's your prerogative, and 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 uh, we certainly appreciate your support in the in the past when you were part of the Rattlers, but. You know what we found is you got just as many people on the west side saying hey i don't want to drive to phoenix okay <laughs> so uh and and if you look at the projections of of how the west is growing you know the west side of phoenix is you know i just heard a stat the other day in a in a, a meeting with the mayor that it's projected the fastest growing uh area in the united states over the next 10 years it's 100% true. It, it, the thing that you know is always said to us, and I'm a Goodyear resident, the fastest growing county in America is Maricopa County, and the fastest growing section of Maricopa County is all of the west side in Buckeye, Goodyear, Surprise, Glendale, and Tolleson and Avondale. It's just exploding. And I can back you up on something that I was shocked of. If you're a hockey fan, you already know this, but maybe if you're not a hardcore hockey fan, you don't know this, you have the center television booth is upstairs for a hockey game then you have a two different suites for the general managers of each team then you have a two different suites for the assistant coaches of each team then you have four different radio booths for two for each team and then two auxiliary booths all for hockey those are now all being converted to what position group meeting rooms for you. I'm assuming there is no indoor football league team that has something like seven or eight built rooms for separate positions for you to be able to streamline your communication and I assume put together a better product on game day because of how easier it is going to be to prepare your players. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, eventually we'll get to that you know, get out there and get to that point. We're currently down in Mesa and, and certainly have enjoyed that partnership as well. But, you know, the the upstairs, you know, yes, I think it's more than seven or eight. It's probably about more like 10 or 11. But, That's amazing. you know, those rooms are being turned into position rooms, conference rooms, 
um, you know, where you got your quarterback room, your O-line room, your D-line room, DB room, whatever. Uh, you got your coaches' offices as well. And then in that in that same walkway, and I mean, this is this it's a big area. I mean, we've got a lot of space up there. We have our ticket staff on the other end of that hallway, uh, and, and we got about 10 cubicles built out there as well for the ticket staff uh, to be selling. So, uh, you know, just phenomenal. Even downstairs, you know, you got your locker rooms and, and for the coaches and the players and, and showers. And, you, you know, you got two hot tubs, a sauna, a steam room, you know, a weight room. I mean, you have all that, um, you know, that goes with the team. So, uh, you know, again, uh, we're, we're so excited about, you know, this. And, you um, you know, um, is it going to make me have to make some changes in my life? I, I will. I mean, I'm certainly not going to make that drive from Southeast Gilbert every day uh, to the West Side. But that's something that me and Shirtsy will work out. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I do appreciate his leadership on this. And you know, I, I'm sure this was tough on Shirtsy. Uh, Ron Shirts, if, if the fans don't know who I call Shirtsy, but uh, Ron Shirts, our owner, uh, outstanding, uh, you know, guy, uh, great leadership in this organization. But he has been extremely, and, and still is. I mean, you know, he, he's been tied in with the Suns and a big partner of theirs, and the Rattlers have always been in that building. And 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 uh, you know, I, I guess when the new owner came in, they made of the Suns, they made some changes. And, uh, you know, how they were going to run their business. And it was just an opportunity for us when we looked at it. We have been discussing taking the tickets back in-house uh, at some point. And, and uh, it, it was just an opportunity for us to make the move and do that. And, and uh, you know, we, as, as the Rattlers, I've always liked the idea that we got to stand on our own two feet, uh, you know, as a business. And, and so, um you know, Ron's put a lot of trust in me to oversee the organization, not just the football side, but the business side, you know, as well. And, uh, you know, it's time consuming. Uh, I got a lot going on in my life, um, you know, especially now that uh, Cody's getting older. He, he, you know, he's an athlete and, and uh, you know, and, and, and a college prospect. So, you know, we're dealing with that. You know, Kathy's got her team to run down in Tucson. Um, you know, we, we still have family discussions over dinner. You know, kind of more of a grab and go these days. But uh, you know, we we certainly uh, you know, uh, but are excited about just being involved with the state of Arizona and the community, mm -hmm. and, and being able to give back. And and uh, you know, we're in the entertainment business, and and so there, there's a lot going on on that side of it. You 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 know that business well, Doug, and and we're excited. You know, again about this partnership with WTSM TV. Uh, and just the access that we're going to be able to give the fans. And we plan on expanding our coverage of you as well, doing more than we did last year. And then you mentioned your wife, Kathy, the owner of Tucson, and we're proud to announce for those of you that watch us down in Tucson, we're also going to be the home of the Tucson Sugar Skulls. So we're going to be carrying both games, every home game of both Tucson and the Arizona Rattlers, you're going to be able to, uh, to hear. And I don't know if you're ready to announce this, so you decide if you want to announce it, but you uh, might have some fun with a friend as the color analyst on the Tucson broadcast. Do you want to hold that in suspense for a little bit, or do you want to bring that out now? Well, I just found out my, myself because I'm not really involved in, in, in Tucson and what's, what's happening uh, there. If Kathy doesn't tell me, I don't really ever hear it. But, uh, you know, it uh, sounds like Nick Davila um, is going to be the, the, the uh, color down there. And, you know, he lives he lives two streets 
over from me. And <laughs> now that he doesn't play, when he played for me, he, you know, I, he might as well have been here for all three meals. Um, you know, w- w- because we were always discussing things on offense, and you know, I've never had a quarterback that that worked harder uh, than than Nick Davila. And uh, uh, you know, I'm excited about the two new ones we got coming in this year. Both of them have been just wearing my phone out trying to learn as much information before training camp and it reminds me of the days that when we had Nick Davila you know it mm-hmm. tells me that it's 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 important to him and so I'm excited about what's going to happen in training camp but yeah I think Nick uh, I think eventually he would love to be uh you know back with the Rattlers in some form you know but uh he's cutting his teeth and 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 learning uh uh, learning how to do color, and Joe Bequeno will be the play-by-play is uh, our good friend Joe Bequeno. So, um, so yeah, I think they've put together a, a, a great group as well. And um, you know, anybody that's in Arizona that wants to watch indoor football, they know where to come now. WTSM TV, and and uh, and they're I think they're going to know all the uh, familiar faces. Hey, um, I'm jacked up to be with you again. Thanks for trusting us. We can't wait to prove your decision correct. And at the same time, uh, as a Westsider, excited to welcome you to, uh, to Glendale. So get back to work. Thanks for your time and, uh, and have a great weekend, Kevin. Hey, and, and next time I'm on your show, instead of me making the announcement, you're supposed to lead me into that so I, I know what to say. <laughs> hey, we'll talk I, about it off air. I knew, okay. you, I knew you could handle it. <laughs> We'll see you. you There's uh, Kevin Guy, head coach of the Arizona Rattlers, joining us here on WTSM TV to make the announcement. And uh, let's quickly move over to uh, Steve McCollum, who is getting ready for his show, the main events coming up in in just a few minutes. Jeff Weir Production, I don't know if you have the skill to be able to fire the Versus Vegas Open without actually putting it on air, because I want to spend a little bit more time Oh, Steve's not real. Okay, I want to spend some more time with uh, with Steve, but at the same time, have the music going on underneath us so we can uh, uh, spend some time talking about that. But uh, Coach Kevin Guy making the big announcement today. Rattler fans, welcome that this is your home for Rattlers and Sugar Skulls football. And uh, and Steve, what do you got planned for uh, for your weekend coming up? Oh, uh, nothing. What? Sitting around. I, I am actually doing the same thing because it's a football. huge, it's yeah. a huge work uh, weekend. Do you have Peacock? Or are you going to yeah. a sports bar? Okay. Yeah, all you, all you old folks complaining about Peacock, get over it. I am complaining about Peacock because the it's more about the hypocrisy of the NFL saying they were never going to do something like this, and now as soon as they got the money they wanted, they're doing something. Yeah, like well, this. welcome to the world, man. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't mind it if they never played their game. If they would have never said and ripped baseball and basketball for it then I would never say anything. But, oh, now it's okay what baseball and basketball did now that you are getting the money you want. If they had if they had several games on Peacock, would you be as upset? No, it's more it's, – it's, I don't care where they went. It's the fact that they said they wouldn't, and now they are. But they have been on Amazon for two years now. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't what they said. They always said that we are proud that we are the yeah. only sport to have our playoff games yeah. on over-the-air network well, or basic cable. When this works this weekend and they see how much money they get and the offers from Amazon and Peacock, they're eventually going to be all in the, all in the uh, playoffs and the deal. And everybody's going to follow and watch. 
Probably, yeah, yeah. I just, I only care about hypocrites. I don't mind. Well, if, if, you, if, if you cared if, about hypocrites, you wouldn't get out of bed in the morning because they're everywhere. Yeah, they are everywhere. I'm not, I'm not denying uh, 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 that at all. What do you got uh, going on on the main event today? Uh, football talk, obviously. Uh, lots of NFL talk this weekend. Uh, getting the games ready. All that good stuff, Suns, Coyotes. Uh, boy, they suck. Oh man, you got that. Right. that was gross. Do me a favor, don't go anywhere yet. We'll get to versus Vegas in a second. But since uh, I knew I'd be talking to Kevin for uh, a that's long I time. Didn't, I didn't even think you were going to go to me, so that's yeah. all right. Uh, what, do you, what did you see last night? You brought it up. Three to nothing. Give up a goal in the first 20 seconds. Finally so sh- uh, show some life and score. And 14 seconds later, you give up another goal. Yeah. Coyotes down 4-1 to one in the first. What you're seeing with the Coyotes right now is their goaltender has to play on his head. Uh, that's just a term in hockey you use for a goaltender that stops everything. And when the goaltenders don't stop everything, they're going to get blown out against good teams. That's what you're seeing right now. You're seeing a goaltender that isn't playing as well as he was in other games. Uh, you know, what they, uh, they beat... Somebody the other night, I don't remember now. That game against Boston? Uh, Boston, the that's yeah. it. Yeah. And he was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's what the Coyotes need they don't have the talent and everything on the ice to compete with those guys. And that's all you're seeing. It's gold. Yeah. Hockey is such a goaltender you know, driven sport that uh, that's what the Coyotes are at. And, you know, in order for them to make the playoffs and be in this chase at the end, they need their goaltenders, Ingram uh, specifically, to stop pucks that normally can't be stopped. Yeah, Veggie started last night, and it wasn't his fault as bad as the no. team played, but well, he, mean, had, he, had to get, he had to pull him to try to spark somebody. Yeah, and I want to be careful on this. It's not the goaltender's fault when you're getting point-blank shots, yes. you know, pinpoint shots, things like that. Uh, but you need your goaltenders to stop those snipe shots, and uh, they're not able to do it right now, and that's what's costing them. And they're getting blown out. It's it's bad. It's what was terrible. weird about yet last night's game is how many times have you seen the Coyotes keep a game close when they're actually giving up 15, 16, 17 more shots than they're taking? They, the Coyotes last have always night, been that way, though. Last yeah. night, the shots were kind of even, yeah. and yet they were still playing atrocious Yeah, the, the Coyotes, for as long as I remember, have always been outshot by 20 shots on yeah, goal yeah. Uh, every game, even even when they went to that Western Conference final. You know, uh, they, they've always been that team that do that. Uh, they've relied on their goaltenders, and when your goaltenders can't stop anything, you're in trouble. And that's that's just where we are. I'm with you. Before I do my picks of versus Vegas, is there any playoff game that you think there's a, an advantage for uh, gamblers? Steelers plus like? 10. Uh, I would go Steelers money line in this game. Wow! Uh, well, weather is going to be an issue and I think even without TJ Watt I think the Steelers if they can keep this close will be able to uh, get that get the, get that score at the end I think Buffalo's been in this playoff hunt they're due for a letdown coming up and with 30 mile per hour winds or whatever they're expecting and they could they could literally have 50 feet of snow dropped yeah. uh, before that game that changes the dynamics of Buffalo they need a passing game to be successful so Steelers plus 10 Steve, uh, Steve I appreciate the onions that's a solid pick yeah. have a have a great day. Have a great weekend. Steve McCollum in the main event. Dale Hellestray coming up in just a second here on WTSMTV.com. I got to tell you, the reason why I really like what Steve just said, I, I just looked it up. I cheated and looked it up on DraftKings. He's got the Steelers plus 10, he said, but he even like Steelers on the money line. According to DraftKings, that money line pick oh, is plus 390. Plus 390. That means if you say Steelers win – and you give ten bucks, you get thirty nine. You get your money back and thirty nine dollars on top of it. It's not just double your money. That's a strong pick by Steve, and that he loved 
Uh, right now, I see DraftKings has them at nine and a half. Steve found it. Steelers plus ten. For me, uh, on versus Vegas, I went with one game last night. I didn't think it made any sense for the Celtics in overtime to have to then fly to a team as good as Mil- a city far enough away as Milwaukee take on a team as good as the Bucks on the back end of a back-to-back after an overtime game so and for the spread to only be four and a half so I went Milwaukee minus four and a half Milwaukee won by 33 135 to 102 easy pickings so I go one and0 on the night and right now a little bit of a heater 11 0 and one I have one uh, draw when I blew it on the uh, T wolves the other night. So that's kind of a nice little run. Still below, though, the 53% magic number that you have to be able to hit to say, hey, you're in the in the black. But I've got two really large positive bets, Bregman hitting a home run in a playoff game, and a couple Rory's mixed in of Rory being top five, which was plus money, that has my units as a positive. One, uh, 1077, 976, and 9 is my overall record. For today's games... I like, I should say today, everything I've got is football. I didn't like any games tonight for hockey, college football, or basketball. Here are my games. I'm going to go with Houston plus the two. I really like, I even like Houston on the money line. I think they beat the Browns at home. Browns defense is is fantastic, but they're a little banged up, and I don't think all the injuries have been said. And I like... Um, Cleveland having a little bit of an offensive meltdown that'll help them out. So I really like Houston on the money line, but that's not my official bet. I'm going to take the points when you give them to me. I'll take the home dog Texans plus the two. I think you heard Steve mention it, and I think he nailed this. I think the weather's going to have a large factor to do with the Chiefs-Dolphins game. And I don't like uh, warm weather teams coming to the cold. And I don't think Tua Tungavailoa puts the same zip on the ball to be able to handle the wind that's going to happen in this game. So I'm not going to say Tyree Kill is going to be completely nullified, but I do think you're going to be able to take out the deep shot. That doesn't mean Tyree Kill won't catch something short and turn it into a 20, 25-yard gain, something like that. But I think the Tyree Kill 25-yard air pass type of situations are going to go down from like maybe two and a half to one, maybe 0.5 if if I was playing it over under on a deep ball to Tyree Kill. And if I'm right that that gets taken away, then I like the Chiefs overall being able to get the win. So I like Chiefs minus the four and a half against the Dolphins. And then if you didn't hear our coverage with the organic football guys, um, they like the Rams in the game against Detroit. I am not a Lions fan. I hate the state of Michigan, to be quite honest. But I'm kind of being a cheeseball homer here, I admit. I don't know if you can be a homer for a team that you don't root for. But I'm wrapped up into that crowd, into that fan base, and into that team. And you still, it's easy to forget this, Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. So he's been a postseason quarterback before, and I like the Lions in this game. Although, of course, I'm worried of those weapons that the Rams have offensively being able to get off on the secondary of Detroit. But I'm going to take the Rams in this game. I Let me see what the money line is. Can I get away with the money line? Is the juice fair enough? 
uh, Detroit minus 162. Yeah, I'll take the money line on it. Hey, have a great weekend. The main event is up next. I'll see you Monday.